Log on to patreon.com forward slash one song one scene to support the show. Exclusive apparel is also available at one sound one scene.com. You're listening to One Sound One Scene Podcast, where we highlight and promote entrepreneurs, startup businesses, independent music, and creators while offering information and inspiration on topics everyone can relate to. One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream. It's white mode and it's inspire, inspire, and we pouring in the others. We gotta stay unified, we gotta support each other. One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream. It's white mode and it's inspire, inspire, and we pouring in the others. We gotta stay unified, we gotta support each other. I double tap my people picture, I show them love anywhere. Social media in person, I'm showing love To one sound, one scene representing the 337, the Buche State. You know, it's Louisiana. It's your girls, Elena Marie. Ishika Kai. And Deshi Nicole. Be sure to log on to the website at onesound1scene.com on your mobile web device. Hit the subscribe button to get updates on new episodes. We are also available on your favorite podcast outlets such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. To watch video and mobile interviews, be sure to subscribe on YouTube as well at One Sound One Scene and hit the bell for notifications so you don't miss a thing. Good morning, guys, and happy Wednesday to you all. Welcome to the show. I'm hoping each and every one of you is having a productive week so far. I'm super excited about today's show. We have a few things to cover. Today we are talking about purpose. We also have our new artist spotlight interview later on in the show, so be sure to stick around for that. I'm feeling blessed and highly favored. I've mentioned on previous episodes that I've been feeling blah and just crazy for the past couple of weeks without any reasoning. So I've been tapping more into the spiritual side of myself because I was feeling redirected on some things, and with that came some uncertainties. But today I'm feeling at ease and peaceful within my spirit, and I'm so excited about it because I just feel balanced. But enough about me. How about you ladies? How are you guys doing this week and today? I'm fine. I'm tired. Trying to get through uh, this work week and balancing everything without things keep changing. So I'm just trying to adjust to the changes. Yeah. Cheer up, cheer up, chin up, chin up. I know, girl. Oh, What's going oh. on, Sheik? Them cookies and them strawberries busting you up over there? I'm tired, <laughs> y'all. I don't get a break. I always have things to do. Like, it's never no time for me. Mm-hmm. I always have things to do. So it wear it wear and tear on your body. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, that sounds like that business is expanding. So kudos to you. I know. Yeah, it is. It's been, like, super busy. How about you, Dej, girl? What you been up to? Girl, you know, same old, same old. I'm excited because we finally <laughs> recording again for the first time in months. Yay. I've already had my moment with Sheik, but we still have yet to get all together. I can't wait for that moment. But moving on to today's topic, which is becoming purpose-driven. So y'all know that most of the time I like to start off the discussion with the definition of the topic. So the definition of purpose simply states the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So... My belief is that everyone is put here on planet Earth to carry out a specific task or a series of tasks. Some people are great and purposely passionate to do just one thing and do it very well and is self-satisfied, accomplished and are successful, and is extremely content with doing just that one thing. That's most likely your doctors, your lawyers, professional athletes, teachers, and entertainers. I refer to those types of people as one-dimensional doers. Those are most likely the ones that knew as soon as they could comprehend as a kid 
what it is that they wanted to do when they grew up and was very excited about career day at school. <laughs> that definitely was not me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, me either. You know, so others such as myself have a conglomerate of different passions, desires, and ideas of things that we believe we are purposed to do. So speaking from personal experience, we are the ones that's most likely are not afraid of taking risks, not afraid of reinventing ourselves as needed. We are not afraid of trying out different businesses. We are also the ones that seems the, that sees the envision and most likely don't know how to get there, but is confident that we will reach the vision because we are relentless and we will never stop trying. We are also the ones that may have never desired to go to college, or if we went, we never finished, or we decided to get a degree later on in life. I can attest to all of those things. I remember in high school, I was like, I can't wait to graduate. What you going to do after school? I don't know, but I can't right. wait to get the <laughs> heck out of here. <laughs> but I just knew that my life was going to be great. Didn't know how I was going to get there. So we are most likely your CEOs, investors, and serial entrepreneurs. And I refer to those types of people as multidimensional doers. We're the ones that hated career day because we didn't understand why all the other children were excited about careers. We cared nothing about, and we couldn't wait to graduate to hurry up and not know exactly what we wanted to do. Now that we have identified those two types, it is okay to be one or the other. Actually, in my opinion, it's more dangerous to be a multidimensional doer than a one-dimensional doer because it's a lot of trial and error, which means a lot of time and money trying to figure out the plan, and most likely after a few times of it not working, most people quit and settle for a non-fulfilling lifestyle. In my opinion, they help make up the complainers of the world. That's the ones that complain about hating the job that they ask for and mad at everyone for telling them good morning on the job. <laughs> that is the ones on social media ranting about this thing and that thing and quick to point the finger at others, not taking accountability for their life that they have created. And they're most likely the ones becoming the negative Nancy's and the naysayers of the world because they stopped believing and gave up. It's vital to become purpose-driven because that's our ultimate reason for being. We are destined with a plan and a purpose, and it's our life's mission to figure that plan out because that plan will unlock all the things that's supposed to be. But most importantly, it gives us meaning, and that's how generational wealth and legacies are created. So do you believe that by you unlocking your own life's purpose is also the key for someone else's purpose to be realized. Yes. Agree? Mm-hmm. Okay. 100%. What about you, Sheik? Yeah, I agree too. Okay. Awesome. So think about this. The creator of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, and the creators of Instagram, Kevin Systrom and Mike Krieger. If those individuals would have decided not to pursue their life's purpose, how many businesses, including my own, would have never gotten started or may have flopped because of the lack of not reaching their target markets or brand awareness? I say it a lot, and I'll say it again. Sometimes your role is only to become the spark and not the fire. By you understanding and pursuing your own life's purpose, you will be the fire in your own life. But with doing so, either directly or indirectly, that would spill into someone else's life, and then you just became the spark that was needed to help them create their own fire. So I'm going to give you guys a hint. Our motto, aspire, inspire, important to others. Now, a prime example is what I just explained about Instagram and Facebook and how that's vital to the way most of us do business today. 
Social media was the spark for most of us, but we created the fire with the consistency, work ethic, and focus. Now, most of you may be thinking, how do I figure out my life's purpose? So at this point, you may want to get a pen and a pad. I'm going to give you guys, I believe, nine things that you should do to try to help you figure out your life's purpose. So first and foremost, accountability. And this is one of the hardest things most of us do because doing this will show us a reflection of the person we have become, and most of us will not like how that makes us feel, but it's one of the most vital things we need to do to move forward. You need to be real with yourself and take accountability for your life thus far, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Stop blaming other people for where you are in life and stop believing that your past circumstances has to dictate your life and understand that you are a, you are a creator and you and only you have the ability to change and create the life you want. Now, some people may struggle with this concept because of their beliefs, but think about this. If you believe in God, isn't God the ultimate creator and aren't you created in his own image? So wouldn't that make you a creator as well? Never thought about it like that. If it's the universe you believe in, one of the laws of the universe is the law of attraction, which states in a nutshell, the things you think about the most you will attract to yourself. So I need you guys to understand that the power is in your hands, and this is very real. Stop waiting on God. He has already did his part by giving you the aspirations and the idea. You have to do the rest. Number two. Secondly, think about what are your passions, what brings you joy, the thing that you would do at a drop of a dime, and you would do it for free. If you're having a hard time with trying to find that thing, think about what you love to do as a kid and spend hours upon doing, and it may take you some time to figure that out. And that's okay, because as adults, we've been conditioned to doing things outside of our natural instinct, which created a robotic lifestyle for most of us. So we have to reprogram our software. Agreed. Girl, you know what? Mm. That makes me think about what I'm doing now, mm -hmm. when you say think about that, what you loved as a child. Right. Borny was one of my favorite um, little shows. Little shows. <laughs> and like I was, <laughs> I loved it though. Like everybody was annoyed with Borny, but I loved Borny because he made you um, like tap into your imagination. Like I was old watching Borny and I couldn't understand why, like really old and, and I loved it. But he made you tap into your imagination and he made you think of things that wasn't even happening, but it was happening in your mind. And he right. made it look real, and he made the show look real. Like, he made it interesting. So that's what make when I go back and look at what I'm doing now, I was like, dang. So I been was supposed to do this. Girl, Barney was that deep. It For me, <laughs> like, think, I'm like I'm serious. And look what you just said, Barney. Like, yeah. who? Like, Barney. Like, really, you going back to Barney? Yes, for me. Like, Barney really was. Like, to sit back and think about that now, I was like, I was so interested in the things that he was doing, how he would take things out of a freaking magic box and just mm -hmm. do. So even in that moment, like, I wanted to do that. Yeah. So I think it stayed with me <laughs> when I reached adulthood. Forty <laughs> stayed with me. Like, and, and, look, and look where I'm at now. Awesome. Well, that was the thing that resonated with you. You know, we all girl, have Barney, girl. <laughs> out of all things, Barney. <laughs> I love you. I swear I loved Barney, man. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, step three, 
It's super important because once you figure that thing out, write it down and visualize yourself doing it. And that's what Barney did for you. <laughs> <laughs> later, no later. <laughs> now, it may sound easy to do, but it's not as easy as it sounds. Because some of us, it may be 20 years, some may be 30 years or more of conditioning that we have to now reprogram, especially when it boils down to the way we think. So practice visualization daily for a few minutes a day with no limits and no resistance. And what I mean by no limits is dream big as if you were a kid again. Hint, hint, Barney. (laughs) (laughs) Do not put limitations on your mind's ability to think. I'm going to give you an example. We've all done it before. We've thought about what would we've done if we were to win the lottery, the Powerball. Mm-hmm. Or if I had $100 million, I'd travel across the country, or I'd buy this and I'd buy that. Mm-hmm. At that point, you have no limits because that's a large sum of money, and you have no resistance talking about it because it's a real possibility that by playing the lottery, you could possibly win. And when you have no limits and no resistance, then you could effectively and efficiently start to visualize and see yourself there. Mm. So that's how I need you guys to think. You need to see it, feel it, and have the experience because that will unlock your belief system and create the faith that is needed to pursue and make it a reality. And that's where the magic is. So I call this step playing in your imagination. Barney. Barney. No, this is really good, though. That's, like, really good how you broke it down because sometimes people, it's hard for people to, you know, think big because they feel like, I'll never get that. I I can't have that, you know. So that's a good good thing to, you know. Or some people don't want to even think that way because they feel like they might let themselves down right big, and they right. don't want to let themselves down because they think that they don't have the ability to achieve it so right. a lot of us are scared to even think exactly in that capacity mm-hmm. you know what what you just said right there the, the the smallest things i was i feared the smallest things that's why i i guess maybe it took me a little while to um to do certain things and step out the box because I never wanted to be let down. Mm. Like I never even wanted to throw, it it goes as simple as I never even wanted to throw me myself a birthday party because I never wanted to be let down. I never wanted to be like, nobody's going to show up. Yeah. So I was like, I I always made it like parties wasn't that big of a deal. And it which really was, it, it, in a sense. Yeah, it, it is in a sense, but really it's not because hell, I, I can go to sleep on my birthday and give two shits, but I, I never wanted to, to throw parties or I never wanted to have anything big because I didn't want to be let down by people. Right. You know, so it, it goes, it goes, you know, a little. And deep, a lot of know? us go through that. A lot mm-hmm. of us. Because I've been mm-hmm. through that many different times. Like you say, I even thought about throwing myself a birthday party. It's like, who going to come? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm such an introverted person. Who going to really come? But you know, I thought, I thought that too. And, and I threw myself a party. I was 27 years old and I was like, man. I remember that I'm, I'm going to just do it. And then about like 10, 10 11 o'clock, I, I looked at one of my friends, and I'm like, I see nobody's here. And he said, don't worry, they're going to come. And before you know it, the place was packed. It was packed, and we had a good time. So, you know. Awesome, awesome. So number four, guys, is personal development. And, you know, I talk about this a lot because this is a super important step as well. It is another um, key that will unlock the system of doubt. It will help you to develop mental toughness when times get hard because on the path of entrepreneurship, you will get tired. Sometimes you will feel alone. You will have naysayers in your ear telling you that your dream is a lie. It can't happen. Mm -hmm. When you ask for the sale and people will tell you no. 
when you don't have support from loved ones and the list goes on. So personal development is like a sensei to a martial artist. It will give you the knowledge and the tools needed to show up and fight and take home the win. So some amazing personal development tools are books. One amazing book that I have recently uh, read is called The The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. His book is strictly about finding your purpose, and it has unlocked some things within myself that I never knew needed unlocking and has taken my journey to a whole nother level. So my recommendation would be for you to go get that book today. Um, Another great book is The Purpose Driven Life. I'm pretty sure you guys have read it or heard about it. It's an older book. Um, I've, I've read this book like whew, early 2000s, and I believe it came out in the 90s. Uh, the author is uh, Rick Warren. It's a book that I've read, like I said, early early on, and my eyes has opened up to the importance of purpose. Other great tools are podcasts, inspirational YouTube videos, live classes that may offer what you're specializing in, mentors, and seminars. Always remember to continue to be a student of your craft and never stop learning because that's how you continue to grow and never be afraid to invest in yourself because you are your greatest investment. (laughs) Number five, eliminate distractions. So while you're on your journey to discovering your purpose, it is super important to limit outside distractions as much as possible because it will have an influence on what you think your purpose may be, and more than likely you will get it wrong. As much as we all love social media, it's very influential and a huge distraction to most of us, myself included. So when I'm deep diving to reset, regroup, and refocus, I totally unplug from social media. That way my inspirations are pure and coming from within. Um, as a matter of fact, I did this late 2019 um, I, I was deep diving and I just did it the last quarter of the year and I unplugged for like two months and it really works. Another thing I do is within the time of deep diving, I write all my aspirations down and I keep them to myself because at that point it's super fragile because it's only an idea and the belief may not be big enough yet to combat naysayers. So you don't risk it by talking about it prematurely. So I wanted to I want to know what like what did um, taking a break from social media what did that do for you, girl? My mind was so clear. I was focused on the things that I was getting. I guess spiritually given, if that's how you want to say it, um, because you know a lot of times you may think that you want to do something and subconsciously you're doing it not because that's something that that was built within you, but it was something that you might have read or saw from someone else. Mm another post or something. So I just like to get off of social media 100% so that my inspirations could come okay. from above. Right, 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 right. I you see know. what you're saying. Okay. That's how I do it. Okay. Some people may choose to do it that way. Some people may not, but yeah. That works for you. That works for me. Right. Yeah. I don't want to get off the path of my purpose. I don't want to get distracted by something that's not meant for me. Like she likes to say, be in your own lane. There's no traffic. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want to drive in somebody else's lane and get hit by a car, you know, unexpectedly. Number six, start doing it. Don't think too hard about it. Just start the process of whatever it is, regardless if it's a few minutes of the day or a couple hours of the day, just start. Starting will help you sharpen your skills so that whenever it's time to perform, you're able to deliver. Plus, it will build up your belief system that you can actually do it. Just do it. I, I agree with that. Because sometimes you think long, you think wrong. Just right. get on it. 
So number seven, do your market research and figure out your demographics. That's age, gender, race, income, occupation. So that way you can effectively cater to your customer base with your product or service. Also part of market researching is figuring out who else is offering what it is you're wanting to do in your current market and see what works and what doesn't work for their business. That way it will save you time and money. Also, research your product or service so that you can effectively price it, make a profit once expenses are recouped. When the time is right, networking is a must and social media marketing is a must to expand your brand and to continue to have relevancy in your market. Number eight, if you have a job, keep it to fund a dream. Don't quit your job. Work that business part-time until it pays you more than your job. Plus, a good rule of thumb is to have at least three months in reserve to maintain your lifestyle and your business operating expenses because you have to remember with business, you have your peaks and valleys, and during those valleys, you need to continue to maintain. Number nine, be patient. Your season is coming. And just know, believe, and trust that your season will arrive only when preparation meets up with opportunity. Hmm. Awesome, awesome. Sheik, hmm. you had something you wanted to add? Okay, so I listened to the Steve Harvey and Denzel Washington, um, some like a document series on YouTube that they put together. Mm-hmm. And one thing, they talked about purpose. And one of the things that Steve Harvey said was when you're tapping into your purpose, it's something, you know, they have so many people that be like, well, I don't know what I'm good at. So in order to tap into it, you have to find something that you do effort effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Like if you fry and if like he used the chicken, like if you can fry chicken, you can fry good chicken, then you need to, go ahead on and do something with chicken, sell fried chicken place or something. And he used the uh, situation of uh, Marie Callender's or something. The, ladies the pies. Yeah, the I pies. saw that episode. Yeah, yeah. I did okay, too. Yes. That was so a really good one. talked about her, yes, with the diner that she was working in and how the diner was closing down. And they gave her a chance to, she, was, she begged them to, let me sell my pies, let me sell my pies, and I make him keep it open. She started selling one pie a, a day. Then it gradually increased every day until she was able to buy a, a, com, a conventional oven or something like that, industrial oven. Mm-hmm. And then she started like a factory and started putting them out. And then she have all these restaurants now. And plus she have the pies and stuff in the store. So it's to do what you like to do, what you could do effortlessly, effortlessly. So he was, he talked about the guy who cut his hair, started cutting the hair about t- for $10. And now he's worth like $5 million. He had barber schools and all that. So do what you do effort, effortlessly. And then that's how you tap into your purpose. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. I guess that's why so many people dabble into different things because they're not sure. But you have to be sure about at least one thing and be so confident and then tap into that first. And then all the other uh, avenues of entrepreneurship or whatever you can tap into later. But you need to find at least one thing that you're serious about and that you're good at. Yes. And tap into that first. And, you know, another thing I feel like a lot of people may um, miss out on the opportunity of figuring out the purpose because they do it backwards. Right. They say, okay, what can I do to make money? Mm. Then they get on the hunt for chasing money, 
and then try to fulfill. force fit mm-hmm. something fulfill. to do yeah. instead of do it the opposite way. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? And you know, one thing about chasing money is when you chase money, you're going to be running for the rest of your life. Okay. And not just that, that All money right. going to run away from you. Let and if you if you let the money chase, chase you, you mm-hmm. you'll always have it. Exactly. And that's, by, that's how you be being consistent and doing right by people. The money is going to come. Yep. Mm-hmm. But when you go out and try to chase the money, you're going to be running your whole life. Exactly. And that's why I always say, do what you're what you're happy doing. Figure out what it is that you would do if you were to do it free and never get a paycheck from it. Yeah. If you figure that out, then you'll figure out your purpose. Once you figure out your purpose, then you can figure out, okay, let me perfect this. How can I serve people? Who who needs what I have? Mm-hmm. Once you figure out your market, the money will come. And then another thing, you know, you have to think about I don't know if people, the spiritual people, but for the Bible, the Bible always, it never talks about passion. It talks about the gift. That means everybody is born with the gift. Right. You know, most people say, I'm going to pursue my passion. Yeah, but you can need to pursue your gift because not once in the Bible ever talk about passion. It talks about the gift, the gift of this, the gift of that. So that's why we're all born with the gift, but we have to learn to tap into ourselves because the future is within us. Yes. So we have to learn to tap into ourselves in order to pull that niche, our niche, what we're good at. Mm-hmm. And pull just, that gift. And just to piggyback a little bit off of what you just said, I feel like the um, passion, it goes without saying, because whenever you discover the gift, the passion is already there. Mm-hmm. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Because that was embedded in you. That is the reason why you're here. Mm-hmm. So you're going to naturally already have the passion within that. But a lot of us, we talk about the passion a lot because a lot of people are doing things just to make money. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be a way to identify the gift by finding out the passion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like when people do things just for money, they never grow. They stay stuck. Right. Why? Because you could be booked, Elena, whatever you're doing. If you had a, if you were meal prepping for, for somebody or something, mm-hmm. you can be booked. But just because somebody come throw some extra money at you, you you try to make that money. And guess what? You mess, you end up messing all these meals up. They don't even taste good. Right. Right. It tastes good because you was too busy trying to be greedy for money. Mm-hmm. That's why we have to stick to what, you know, what we can handle instead of just trying to chase money yep that's my recipe girl don't chase the money the money will come figure out what it is that you're good at enjoy doing it and do it and do it with the best uh attitude the highest professionalism best customer service because that will keep people coming back and and more than ever the best presentation possible Yes. I pride yes, myself yes. on presentation because of yes. first impressions is everything to me, right? Yep. And so you could have the best product, but if it's not presented correctly, mm-hmm. you're going to lose. Right. Yeah. Right. A lot of a lot of people they they become clients of your business with their eyes first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people eat with their eyes. They you yep. know, and then their ears second. You have an edible item, yeah. Right. They eat with their eyes first. Yep. Their their eyes to see their ears to hear. So that's yeah. why I always say professionalism, customer service, and presentation because mm-hmm. your reputation will precede yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Awesome, awesome girl. And 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 going back to um nine, people should be patient, you know, because your season will come. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times, people want to rush into um finding their, you know, finding their purpose or whatever. They're rushing in there. They're dibbling and dabbling into different things that maybe they're not um, interested in because they feel like, you know, sometimes people feel like they have to be on like a little time limit. Yep. Oh, I, oh I'm now uh, 30 or I'm now 40 and I still haven't found what I wanted to do yet and blah, blah, blah. Okay, now I'm not saying be that patient or, you know, be 60, 70. Hell, it may even come then. I don't know. <laughs> but... Don't you don't rush it. You know, take your time because if somebody would have told me, I would have been, I would have had a daycare, <laughs> or even want to be anywhere in this business. I'd have been like, girl, bye. Yeah. You know, because I I never. This is not something that I just wanted to do, but I always knew that I I I, I wanted to. Um, I enjoyed being childlike in a sense. Yep. I enjoy uh, playing with children. I enjoy doing things like that. But it didn't come to me until later. And maybe that was all for a reason, you know. Right. right. But I feel like it was instilled in me from young, from my grandmother, the way she did things, you know, from my parents and the way they did things. But be patient, you know. It, your season will come. Yep. Yeah, so I've been saying about pop, pop, I have this quote about popcorn it says popcorn is prepared in the same pot, in the same heat, in the same oil, and yet the kernels do not pop at the same time. Mm-hmm. Don't compare yourself to others. Their turn to your turn to pop is coming. Yes. So just because you're around people who's getting you 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 say it's blessings or their season and this and that, we all have a season. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just have to wait on your season to come. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to elaborate on that, too. You know, with a lot of people, they feel like they have an expiration date mm-hmm. on what it is that they call success because they are too busy comparing themselves to other people, mm-hmm. whether it's social media, whether it's out physically, socially, whatever the case may be. So that's why they feel like they rush themselves. But at the same time, in that rushing moment, you m- are missing the lessons mm-hmm. that comes along with it to fine-tune yourself to be able to be as excellent as you could be. Mm-hmm. And within that time, sometimes you don't even see the opportunities because you're too busy trying to hurry up and catapult to the, to the top and you're not even there yet. Mm-hmm. You know what? Y'all did an uh, interview with Nate, the, the one I missed, mm-hmm. and I spoke to him about, because, you know, he he has uh, a few daycares, and I spoke to him about it, and I was like, man, I, like, I, I, I want to get, I want to start my own. You know, I say, you know, daycares is not paying, you know. he I, I'm like, like, I can't. It was something about me. I guess it was a pride thing. Mm-hmm. I remember you talking about, girl, I'll go cash my check. I'm shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pride. It was like a pride thing. It was like, man, this is what I'm making. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I'm making. I am in my 30s and I'm cashing a child check. Right. And I really felt some type of way. Like, that bothered me every single day when I had to walk through those doors and those people weren't giving me the amount of money I felt like I deserved. And he told me, he was like, don't look at it like that. And and, and that from that day on, I went to the job 
with a different mind frame. He said, don't look at it like that. He said, look at it. How he said that? I don't want to, I don't want to mess he told up his me about it. Let me see if I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> look at it as if you're getting paid to learn the business. Right. There you go. An <laughs> internship. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Even in that moment, like going to work, it still was killing me. It was bothering me really, really bad that I still had to be there. But I always, that always replayed that you're being paid to learn this. You're being paid to learn this. Like, but I, I was in a, at a fight with myself because it's like my pride was getting in the way. But you, after a while, you got to step back and be like, and who's you? Exactly. Who told you? You, you can't you you, you got to go all the way to the top first you can't just shoot to the top there's levels to this and this is the mm-hmm. level you're on and you have to appreciate where you're at and once I got that I'm not gonna say I had got it all the way because even when <laughs> when before I left I was still struggling in that department but once I started to understand that I started to learn more and I've, I and I learned mm-hmm. I learned a lot being there so you know that's and, one and thing that's yeah, why you know Personal development is such an important tool because in that moment, when you spoke to him, it it trained your mind to think a different way. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the same thing that personal development does. That's Mm -hmm. the same way that this podcast may flip a switch in somebody's mind or, you know, a conversation with a mentor or a friend may do. But that's why we need to be able to wrap ourselves in it uh, more than less you know, often enough to be able to develop the mind that we need to with to overcome those opti- those obstacles, to silence the distractions, to silence the naysayers because of times like that. And you know, I I, I used to always tell a friend she was she was like she, she compared she would compare herself to us. You know, we had all we all had things going on, and we all was working at a fast food restaurant. But like I was in college and everything, and she hadn't got her high school diploma or, or anything and I was like you know p- some people get it early in life and then some people get it late the most important thing is that you get it right and you know this girl just recently graduated from a technical school with the you know associate's degree and she called me and she told me she said I'll never forget what you told me and I said what I forgot you know it had yeah. been so many years um and she was like, you know, you told me, you told me some people get it early and some people get it late. And I said, yeah, I remember that conversation. And she said, and I just, every time I got frustrated, I thought about what you said. And this is my point to why you always stop and be honest with people because that can help them in the long run. She's like, you know, the times I, so when she told me that, I was like, you know, that, that word from 10, 15 years ago, cause that's how long it's been 10, about 10 years, um, helped her probably get through the, the hard times that she was struggling with to get her GD and to pick up a trade. Mm-hmm. And now she working and, um, she's a pharmacy tech now. And, but that stayed with her. Just thinking yeah, you would have never had that conversation with her. Mm-hmm. She probably yep. would never have done what she's like what she's done, or maybe would have taken her twice as long to get there. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's like myself, you know. I got my college degree six years ago, but I was that one, the multi, the multi-dimensional doer, who was graduating from high school, didn't want to hear anything about college, because there were so many other things that I figured that I was good at, and college wasn't one of them. And when I made it up in my mind to say, okay, now I have a grasp on what it is that I want to do. 
let me go pursue this. And when I did it, I was like, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And I graduated second in my class. Year round, never stopped with all the things I had going on. And when I say all the things, y'all y'all know my story. But for those who don't, death, Bell's palsy, um, miscarriages, all that stuff. And death of my mom, not just anybody, you know, that's not as close, but taking care of her and all that throughout college. And I never gave not one of those things I mentioned uh, uh excuse to stop doing what it is that I said I was going to do. And I was going to do it with excellence. So anything that you do, do it with excellence and don't give yourself an excuse. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to lie. That's a constant struggle for me, guys. Oh, yeah. I have to look at myself every day. And I believe that for most of us, it will be a constant struggle every day because you have to remind yourself of who you are, what you're mm-hmm. capable of doing. Look yourself in the eyeballs, in the mirror, and don't give yourself any excuses because that will become a time in your life where it's going to be lonely. It's going to get hard. Like, she, you're tired. You're going to mm-hmm. get tired, but you have to keep on pressing on mm-hmm. and continue to go. And whenever mm-hmm. you feel like you have nothing left to give, that's when you need to find a group of people that's going to help build you up. Not just that, but things that can pour back into you. Because if you don't have nothing to pour in, you go hungry and you just feeding everybody, then you're going to in- eventually dry up and die. Mm-hmm. You know, so we always need to have something that is giving us light that is giving us fuel to keep us going. Something, someone, or a combination of all. Right, I agree. Awesome, awesome. Well, this is the end of this segment. Up next, we have a song from our artist Spotlight. New to the artist Spotlight this week, it goes to rapper and poet Humble Joe. If you don't know him, he is a hip-hop gospel artist here in the 337 area that will definitely make you think about life differently with dope lyrical content which is super crazy. You will hear his music for the next three consecutive episodes here on the show. So without further ado, welcome to the show. Humble Joe, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing amazing. Glad to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Um, For anyone who is not familiar with you, tell the people who you are, where you're from, and what can they expect by becoming a fan of your music? Uh, Again, I'm Humble Joe. Uh originally born in Texas, Galveston, Texas, uh, was raised in Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana, big ups to Lafayette, uh, very well known in the city, love people, love God, and, and, and if you become a, a part of my family, uh, you're going to be enlightened. I like to, what I call, uh, open up that right brain yeah. and make people think a little bit, man. That's all. That's definitely. <laughs> now, um, I know you just dropped a project called The Chosen Son. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When I listen to anybody's music, you know, not just for independence, but mainstream artists as well, I have what I like to call the 10 to 15 second rule. And I must say, I've listened to your album thoroughly. Like once I'm in it within 10 to 15 seconds, if I'm not bobbing, I'm turning it off. And <laughs> <laughs> I listen to that album thoroughly. So with that being said, I have a few favorites, which okay. is Hold You Down. Changes. Oh. oh. Keep fighting. Yeah. Why? Uh huh. Pray. Uh huh. And that's just to name a few. I like a few others as well. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. And I'm a tough critic. I'm not even gonna lie. You can ask my husband if I if he does something that I don't even like. I'm gonna let him know. Look, baby, this ain't it. 
I don't like it. So I'm not buying That's it true. at all. <laughs> Look, to God be the glory, I, I definitely appreciate and respect it. Because like I said, I respect you and your husband. Just on the music that. and what y'all bring to the community. I know if I pass y'all, if y'all give me the give me the thumbs up, I'm good. Awesome, awesome. And look, I just don't bring anybody on the show. I have to resonate with it for one, and then for two, what I believe that the listeners are wanting to hear. So, like I said, this is a dope project. And what I love about the songs, right, is it's gospel rap, but uh-huh. it, it kind of tricks you because when you're listening, it don't feel like you're listening to gospel music. And yeah. I believe that's your secret sauce. And yeah. many people yeah. will uh, take to it because of that. So, in fact, I feel like some of the songs can be played anywhere at any time because people can still groove to it and receive a powerful message at the same time. Yes, ma'am. So, that, um, look, you got me. You busted. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so that is your gift. Um, and, yeah, you definitely, you definitely um, opened up my right brain. <laughs> Appreciate it. That's the mission. Look, use, using the gifts, but not, but not coming over aggressive. You you can you can you can spread the gospel and still relate to people, and and not have to forfeit who I am in God. Right. But still let people know I didn't been there. Right. I didn't I didn't done a few of those things in my day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So having having that ability, being as though I didn't been there and I didn't done that, I can really really help people exactly where they at. Right. And and it punches you in a subtle way. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. you know, a lot of gospel is, like, really in-your-face gospel. And yeah. a lot of people stray away because of that. But yours just come across very smooth, very subtly. And a, a lot of people can resonate with that. So, at this time, what are you working on and where can people find your music? Uh, right now, I'm currently shooting videos for every every song on the album. Ooh, that's going to be dope. So... I got the coming for you. I got the hold you down video in the next one. Matter of fact, I'm not even gonna tell you. I'm okay. A, I'm a, but it's one of the ones that you picked. So awesome, awesome. Look, just be sure to, to to DM me or let me know. Text me, call me, whatever, so that we can help you spread the word on that. And uh of course you can Instagram at Humble Joe, H U M B L E J O W. Uh Facebook, same thing, Humble Joe. Uh YouTube, same thing, Humble Joe. And and like I said, I'm I'm pretty much involved. I'm I'm back in the in the background, but a lot of people encourage me to to it's time to to take that place as far as come come to the to the front because they okay. said people need an actual face uh, that they can go to. I can resonate with that. So <laughs> one thousand percent. About I that can. Time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You you're very gifted. Um, you're not just a rapper. You're also a poet. Um, yes. you you also play instruments. Let's talk a little bit about that. Ah, uh, that's where it all starts. Of course, you are, you know many of the people that that's uh, in the music uh, business industry, whatever. Uh, it all started at thirteen, and I played drums thirteen years uh, behind the choir. So before I ever thought about rapping poetry, it was thirteen years of listening and and studying music uh, in the Baptist church. So awesome. the roots roots are deep it when is. it comes to music. And and the album is so versatile. Um, it's not boring gospel. I feel like you know how some songs they have the same message, but it feels the same. Uh-huh. Not on uh-huh. this project, guys. I promise you, each song is gonna resonate with you in a different way. You're gonna get a different vibe, a different beat, different feelings. 
And when you can touch people emotionally, I feel like that's when you're doing real work. Word. Word. Awesome, awesome. So without further ado, please do us the honor by introducing this next cut. Uh, The next cut is going to be Pray, and it's, it's actually featuring my wife, man. Awesome. She also is a spitter, so you know what I'm saying? And she, she's very heavyweight uh, when it comes to the spirit, so that that's who keep me in order. So I had to have her there because she does so much and it's praying in it and right now in this hour with everything going on mm-hmm. the, only, the only way we're going to sustain is to have that communion with god and that's just talking to him every day however that is you communicate with him that's your form of prayer whether you like hey dad i'm hurting uh father god whatever it is that you do to talk to him just talk to him every day all day and that's your form of prayer and that's what this song is about praying that's awesome. And before we jump into this cut, whenever you said you and your wife, I caught the chills because I love number one. I love love, but I love black love. And I love when a husband <laughs> and a wife can come together and collaborate and make something awesome. Oh yeah. Perfect. And, and that was that's a masterpiece that y'all created together. Appreciate you. So appreciate I love it, y'all. Well, we appreciate you, humble. We love having you on the show, guys. Stay tuned. Every day I pray the Lord will keep me level As I fight, flee and run from all these devils If I die before I wake, keep me protected Thanking God for His Son who resurrected Every day I pray the Lord will keep me level As I fight, flee and run from all these devils If I die before I wake, keep me protected Father in heaven, I see all the battles and pain you're fighting. I'm here with 
Whenever you call it times before and past remind you when No matter the demon, journey, the struggle, the valley or mountain I'm slaying You know how to reach me, I'm here if you need me Just get on your knees and keep praying you gotta keep praying, so you gotta keep praying. Everybody now. Pray, pray. You gotta keep praying, so you gotta keep praying. We hope you enjoyed the music segment. If you're vibing with the songs featured on today's show, be sure to su- show support to that artist. Support means a like, a follow, a share, a stream, or a comment. If you're an independent artist with positive music and would like an artist spotlight featured on our up-and-coming show, be sure to email us for more info. If you're an independent artist with positive music and would like an artist spotlight featured on our up-and-coming shows, be sure to email us for more info. To qualify, make sure you have at least four sample-free radio versions of your original music that's not promoting violence or drugs to info at onesoundonescene.com. Please note that any music that does not meet all the criteria mentioned will not be featured on the show. If you're an entrepreneur and have a business and you'd like to know how to get your brand featured on the show, be sure to email us at onesoundonescene.com. We offer live mobile interviews where we go to your place of business. We also offer advertising slots and digital ads to be featured on the show and on all social media. Let's get social and be a part of our community. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at One Sound One Scene to stay in the know about what's up and coming. Don't forget to log on to Patreon.com forward slash One Sound One Scene to support the show. Exclusive apparel is also available at OneSoundOneScene.com. If you like hanging with us, be sure to tune in every Wednesday at 6 a.m. for new episodes. All links to the show as well as social media links and emails mentioned in today's episode is included in the show notes, so be sure to look for that. Also, please remember to subscribe and leave us some feedback. We'd love to connect with you. Well, guys, this concludes episode 13 of our show. It's been super fun. Thanks again for tuning in to One Sound, One Scene podcast. Have a great rest of your day. And always remember, if you help enough people get what they want, you will always get what you want. Aspire, inspire, and pour into others. Until next time, folks, One Sound, One Scene, we are out. Peace. Peace. One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream. It's way more than it seems. Aspire, inspire, and we pouring into others. We gotta stay unified. We gotta support each other. One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream. It's way more than it seems. Aspire, inspire, and we pouring into others. We gotta stay unified. We gotta support each other. I double tap my people picture. I show them love anywhere. Social media in person. I'm showing love anywhere. Give them flowers while they live in sweet aroma in the air. Trying to hurt you, just stay away from them. Like a post, even comment and share for thousands everywhere. One sound, one scene, pouring our love everywhere. You ain't vibing positive, we don't want it, we don't care. All your negative energy, you can keep it over there. This music is therapeutic and enrichment for the soul. Become one with the instruments, let melodies take control. Reach another, teach another, and together we will go and cooperate the law of reciprocity. Reaching for more. One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream. It's way more than it's
one vision, one dream, aspire, inspire, here we go.